Are you desiring more out of life? More love, more connection, more experience, just more aliveness? Well, that is your soul calling you. And together we are going to uncover those soul desires and help you bridge the gap between your physical life and your true soul self. Welcome to the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. My name is Emily. I'm an intuitive, a psychic medium, and someone who recently and very suddenly awakened to spirituality. On this podcast, we are going to talk all about connecting with your soul to live your fullest, most beautiful life. We're going to talk about spirituality from the perspective of the everyday person. It's my goal that you feel seen and supported on this journey of discovering your soul and awakening to the incredible world of spirit. Let's get started. Hello, my dear friends, and welcome to episode number three of the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. I am so excited that you're here. My name is Emily. I'm the host of this podcast. I am an intuitive, a spiritual messenger. That's really what I like to call myself. And someone who is newly awakened on the spiritual path. You can hear all about my story of spiritual awakening in the first episode of this podcast. But basically, in the last couple of years, I've gone from a complete skeptic to someone who is now doing readings for people, connecting people with their past loved ones, having psychic information come to me. It's just been wild and I am so excited to get to chat with you about all of these incredible spiritual topics so that you can start experiencing the love of spirit, the connection to the universe, all of this freaking magic that is available to us. I'm so excited to chat with you so that you can start to feel some of that too. I'm sure you're already feeling it. If you're already here, you are already getting the sense that the world is not only about going to work, coming home, going to sleep, trying to figure out what to make for dinner every night. My friend, there is so much more out there and it is beautiful. Today, what we are talking about is We're talking about what your soul is and how to connect deeper to your soul. We're also going to talk about the things that are blocking you from making that connection. And the reason that we are talking about that today, the reason why this is such an important foundational topic in becoming more spiritual is that your soul is the part of you that is divine. It's the part of you that is pure. It is the peace of God that exists within you. It's your spirit. It is it is you, the purest you that exists. And as you deepen your connection to this pure, just beautiful, uninhibited part of you, as you deepen that connection, you enrich your life. You become happier. You become more content. You become filled with joy and gratitude and you get to really experience the world the way that we are meant to experience it. Living from your soul, which is which is what we are trying to learn how to do, living from your soul is going to lead you to the most incredible life experience. So starting to understand what your soul is and how to create that connection and how to identify and move around some of those blocks between you and your soul 
is really just bridging the gap between your physical life and your soul self. We are going to work together to try and bring those two worlds together because when your soul is shining, your soul is on the outside, you know, you don't have this barrier of all of the fear and worry and and just difficulties of the world when those barriers are moved aside and your soul is shining out into the world not only are you living your most beautiful life your highest expression of who you are not only are you living in complete alignment with who you are meant to be you're also a beacon of light for everyone around you living as your soul as your soul self is the greatest act of service that you can do for those around you for the people you love for people you don't even know. I am sure that you have been somewhere where you have seen someone who is just radiant, who is shining in their light, who is uninhibited, who's confident, someone who is just pure. And when you look at them, it also lights you up. My friend, you can be that person. You can be that light. And with you thinking about that person who has been radiant, who you've seen and really been affected by their light, that person lifts people up around them. And you can be that same person to lift everyone up around you. So not only is this deeper soul connection going to enhance your life, it's going to enhance the lives of everyone around you. So... It's kind of a big deal. (laughs) So that's what we're chatting about today. Now, before we dive deep into all of that, I kind of want to talk to you about what a soul is. Like, let's get a definition going of what a soul is just to help you understand what we're talking about today. I know when I first got into spirituality, people were talking about the soul a lot. And I had sort of like, a vague idea of what a soul was, but I couldn't understand how it related to me. And I, I was just super confused by the concept of the soul. And so one thing that was sort of one of the first like aha moments for me in terms of understanding my soul was realizing that my soul is not my brain. My soul is not the voice in my head. Those are two separate things. And everyone has that voice in their head, I assume. Everyone that I've ever talked to does. That voice in your head that's thinking, okay, I should do this, I should do this, I should do this. The voice that's thinking, oh, don't do that. People are going to look at you. Oh, stay over here where it's safe. The voice that, that guides you through your day. That voice is always there. It always has something to say. Often the things that it says for a lot of people often the things it says are not very kind. They're not very encouraging. And that's the voice that, that we learn to live with. And if you haven't ever heard that voice in your head, I know that for me, I didn't actually hear that voice until I started looking for it. I didn't even realize the voice was there. It was so ingrained in my every day that I just thought that voice was who I was. I, I thought that, that voice was it. That's me. The voice that's saying, Um, you're not smart enough, you're not doing enough, you should be busier, why are you so lazy? Those are some of the thoughts that that I always had in my head. And I just thought that was me. I thought that voice was me. That voice was not me. As it turns out, discovering that I had a soul really freed me from that voice in my head that, you know, that voice 
we we often call it our ego. It's the it's the voice that's trying to keep us safe. So while the things that come into your head maybe seem unkind, you know, like my thing that came into my head all the time was that I was lazy. I felt like I had to be busy all the time. Otherwise, that meant I was lazy. I still get that voice in my head saying that. That voice is your ego and it's trying to keep you safe. It's trying to have you continue life the way that you have always lived it because that is what it is comfortable with. That is what is familiar. You know what's going to happen. It's predictable. It's safe. But there is another way. Beyond that voice is your soul. And I picture the soul living within my heart. That's where it makes the most sense to me is that the soul is in my heart and it is separate from that voice in your head. Your soul is the part of you that is divine. Like I believe that God exists in everyone. God is not outside of us all the time. I mean, of course, there's the beauty around us, the beauty of the universe, the beauty of spirit all around us. But it is also within us and the place that it exists is within our soul. The soul is the part of us that's eternal. We've lived many, many lifetimes and the soul is the part of us that has lived all those lifetimes. It's separate from our physical body. It's separate from our brain and it's the part of us that continues on after our physical body stops existing on this earth. The soul is your core. So it's who you are before the conditioning of the world, before learning how to exist in the world. It's just simply you. It's pure you without any masks, without any need to justify your actions, without feeling like you need to compromise in order to make other people more comfortable or more happy. It's just you, just you, just you being you uninhibited and it's radiant shiny and bright it's pure sparkly whatever your personality is your soul is the radiant part of you it's the part of you that hasn't been taught to act a certain way or to be a certain way in order to fit in in the world and in order to be safe within your soul there there's no shame there's no guilt there's no fear There's no need to change yourself to fit in or based on other people's comments or opinions. It's just you. It's pure, pure you. So I thought the soul was something like super mysterious, but it's really not. I mean, at the core, your soul is just you. It's like your purest essence, your purest expression. That is your soul. And the reason that it's important to live from your soul or to strive to live from your soul is because anytime that we are not living from our soul, from that purest part of us, we're going to start feeling unhappy and discontent and misaligned when our outside world is not matching what our soul needs and desires. We're going to feel that and it's going to feel like frustration and stress and anger. It's going to to feel like something's not right and your soul's desire is never to feel stressed or overwhelmed or afraid and when you're feeling those things you know that you're not in alignment with your soul with your soul's desires with who you truly are there's something in your life that is out of balance with who you are at your core 
So when you can adjust and live from your soul, from your soul's desires, that's when you're living in authenticity. That is when you are living in freedom from others' opinions, from cultural restrictions, from expectations, expectations others have put on you, expectations you've put on yourself. It's when you're just pure and free. And the goal is to live that way 24-7. But let's be real, we're humans and we live in a human world. And so that is the ultimate goal to live a purely authentic soul-led life. But we're gonna have hiccups along the way. We're going to be continuously discovering our soul on a deeper and deeper and deeper level and continuously discovering what is blocking us from that soul-led life, we're going to keep discovering and deepening the soul connection, rearranging our life. We're going to be continuously realigning and readjusting and working our way toward getting on this path of our soul's purpose and of our soul-led life. So we've talked about what your soul is and why it is so important to be in connection with your soul in order to live a life that feels fulfilling and purposeful. Now let's talk about some of the things that may be blocking you from making that connection to your soul and to really understanding what your true desires are. For me, the biggest, biggest block that I had was just being too busy. And this is still... Uh, something that I struggle with now. When I say being too busy, I mean, yes, being physically busy in the world and in your life, but I also just mean the busyness of your mind. I was constantly, constantly thinking, thinking, thinking. That voice in my head was always going, okay, this is next, this is next, this is next, always planning the next moment. I was living a life of constant to-do lists. I love my to-do lists still, but it was a little extreme before. (laughs) Um, I mean, I was putting everything I could think of, making these huge lists that I could never complete. And so all day my brain was occupied by these lists. And then when I became too overwhelmed, I'd go and watch some TV to distract myself, get on social media to distract myself. There was always noise always noise in my head. It was never quiet. And there was always something to worry about, always something to stress about, always something to get ready for. I was just never done. I was never, there was never a time where I felt like I could relax. And when you are way too busy like that, when you are just, every moment is of your life is full There's no room for you to listen to your soul. There's no room for you to hear your soul speaking to you. There's no room for you to connect in with those soul desires. You're too busy thinking and um, really being focused on the future. I think that was a big, a big part of it for me is just forward, forward, forward. And I am someone who loves moving forward. That's still a major part of my personality and of my motivation is always moving forward. But now I have also factored in times to be quiet, times to be still, time to relax. And through a lot of personal work and personal development and connecting with spirit, I've learned to take that time to relax and not feel guilty about it. Because as it turns out, that's what my soul needs. And 
it is my responsibility to provide my soul with what it needs the same way it's my responsibility to provide my body with food and sleep the same way it's my responsibility to provide my kids with what they need with clothes and shelter and food and warmth and love the same way it's my responsibility to take care of them my soul is also my responsibility it's not a part of me that that can be ignored any longer and the same is true for you because when we ignore those things our soul needs when we're too busy to even listen we're not caring for our soul and we're blocking ourselves from having just an incredible fulfilled love filled life because we talked about all the things the soul is but at the core it's just love it's just pure love it's the energy of love that is the soul that is the energy that your soul radiates at the the purest part of you and so when we are too busy and not quiet enough to hear or feel our soul that's something that can that that is blocking us from accessing the magic that happens when we are able to listen to our soul's desires and live from that moment your emotions and your your feelings are really a good way to connect in with your soul. If you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and panicky, those are things that are sitting in between you and your soul. I know that when you're in the middle of panic or anxiety, it's so hard to slow down, take a breath, And just breathe, especially just breathe without feeling guilty. I have experienced panic attacks, anxiety attacks. That's something that I've been dealing with for a long time. So I really say with sensitivity, I know how hard it is to slow down in the moments when you feel like there is so much happening. You feel like if you slow down, the whole world will fall apart. My friend, it won't. I promise. You can slow down. You can take some deep breaths. You can put your hand on your heart and just breathe. And even that teeny tiny act of self-love brings you a little bit closer to your soul, to your soul self. Because connecting with your soul is really just the ultimate act of self-love and self-care. Now, another thing that can get in the way of connecting with our soul is believing that voice in your head that voice in your head we've been talking about this whole time the voice that is that sounds like it's you but it's actually separate from you your brain um your ego if you spend all your time listening to that voice and believing everything it says it's going to block you from connecting with your soul because often that voice in our head is just telling us things that that keep us safe like we talked about and safe doesn't mean comfortable it's telling us things that keep everything the same our our brain our ego wants to keep everything the same because it knows our current situation is safe it knows what to expect even if it's our current situation is not comfortable is not really desirable our brains are just wired to try and keep things the same and so that voice in your head is going to do its very best to keep everything the same even if that means saying mean things to you or making you feel terrible the the voice is just doing what it can to keep you safe keep you alive it is the voice of survival now what we can do to kind of counter that is take a step back from that voice you can start noticing it 
And then once you start noticing and hearing that voice, you can start questioning what it's telling you. Like, is it really true that I have to clean out the dishwasher before I go to bed? (laughs) Is it really true that I have to go to this party that I don't want to? Is it really true that everyone is going to be mad at me because I didn't text back in the group chat for two hours? Are those things really true? No, those things are absolutely not true. And it's time to start questioning that voice in your head because that voice is blocking you from feeling content, from feeling relaxed, and from connecting down with your soul. So many of the things that that voice tells us lead us into anxiety and stress and honestly, just unhappiness. And once we start questioning the things that voice is saying, we can start working on changing the narrative in our head to one that's more positive, more supportive, and more loving. Now, another thing that can block us from connecting with our soul and living out our soul's desires is being in constant worry about what other people think. It can be challenging to live out your soul desires when you're worried that other people are going to judge you, are going to dislike your choices, are going to talk about you behind your back, they're going to maybe say something to your face. When you have those worries, it is so hard to follow through with your soul's desires. And all of these blocks we're talking about, you should just know these are things that I experience, that I am dealing with, that I am working through. And what I remind myself when that worry comes up, I remind myself that no matter what, I am safe. I am loved. I have the love for myself, the love for my family. I am safe. I am loved. And I am worthy of living a life that meets my soul desires. I'm worthy of living a life that aligns with who I am at my core. And all of these examples of blocks between you and connecting with your soul if you think about it they're really just examples of a need for greater self-love and greater self-compassion i would argue that every single block between you and connecting with your soul is actually just a place where we need to add more love it's just a place where there's a little lack of self-love and at the root of of any problem that anyone is facing when struggling with this connection. It's just love because your soul is pure love. And so any any issues we have connecting with our soul is just an issue we have with learning to love ourselves at a deeper level. So now that we've talked about a few of these blocks, and really the the major block, the major thing that is that is blocking is the ability to practice self-love. Now let's talk about how to meet your soul because we've been talking about your soul desires and living from your soul desires, but how do you discover what your soul actually wants? Like who your soul is, like who are you at your core? Isn't that like the ultimate question? Who am I? That question was so hard for me to start answering at the moment that I realized I had a soul. That was also the moment I realized I had no idea who I was, what I wanted, what I liked. I had none of that information about myself because I had spent so much of my time living in my head and trying to create a life that looked so good on the outside that aligned with what I thought everyone else wanted for me, with what I thought everyone's expectations were of me, that I had never stopped to think about, well, 
what do I actually want? Do I actually want any of these things that I have built and created for myself? It's like I had forgotten myself along the way. And so discovering that I had a soul was the beginning of rediscovering who I truly am and what I desire, what I like. And maybe it'll be the same for you. So when it comes to discovering your soul, one thing that you can really focus on is paying attention to your emotions. When I first learned about souls and about soul desires, one of the things that I learned was a soul desire is something that you do where you completely lose track of time. There are things that you do, activities, hobbies, maybe your work, I don't know, something. There are things you do where you don't even look at the clock, where you are just happy, where you're in flow. Those things, those are your soul desires. For me, the times when I'm not looking at the clock, when I am just like in the moment, when I'm completely 100% present, it's when I'm outside in nature. It's when I am away from my house with my children. It's when I'm writing, when I am singing, when I'm doing something creative that that requires creative problem solving. Those are all things that just light me up. And I know that the same things exist for you. So think about your life. Think about the times when you feel completely present. When you're so present that your brain just shuts off. It stops thinking. That voice, that naggy voice, is it just disappears because you are so in the moment. Those things are your soul's desires. And your soul's desires may be like activities, like things that you're actually doing. Like I love gardening. But it also might just be a feeling. Like when you are feeling so deeply loved. Like when I spend time away from the house um, with my family out doing things. It's not really like that my soul desires to leave the house. I mean, I guess kind of. But it's more that feeling of connection with my family that my soul's desiring. My soul's desiring connection and love and um, the feeling of making the kind of memories that I know my kids are going to take with them through the rest of their lives. That's something that my soul desires. And you have soul desires just like that. So spend some time paying attention to how you're feeling or maybe even just think back to times when you had that feeling where time didn't exist. Those are your soul desires. You can also start working on connecting deeper with your soul through meditation or through journaling, through activities where you quiet your mind. Remember, we said that that mind chatter really gets in the way of connecting with your soul. In the beginning of my journey, and I shared this on the last episode, I spent a lot of time journaling every single day, writing what does my soul desire, and then just listing out everything that came through. And if you do that, I I would highly recommend that you do that. You just list everything. There's no judgment. Um, You don't question what comes through. You just write it all out. And whatever comes out, just trust it. So if what comes out, what is my soul desire today? And what comes out is I want to have a warm cup of coffee. I want to lay in a hammock and read a book. Or I want to work really hard on this project because I'm so passionate about it. Whatever comes out, Trust that and then try to allow yourself to do those things. But before you start journaling, before you start writing, 
I recommend taking a few deep breaths, putting your hand on your heart, on the place where your soul lives, and just setting the intention that you are going to connect deeper with your soul. And when I say setting the intention, I mean you can either think, I am going to spend this time connecting deeper with my soul. You can say that out loud, whatever version of it you want, but declare it. Set the intention of what you want to happen, declare it, and then believe that it's so. Now, another way that you can start connecting with your soul is just by simply practicing more self-love every day. These blocks between us and our soul are just areas where we're lacking a little bit of self-love or maybe a lot of self-love. All of us experience this. And so what we can do is start practicing more self-love. Now, that doesn't mean you have to spend your time like taking a million bubble baths and I don't know, whatever other cheesy self-love things you might be picturing. Um, That's not what I mean. I just mean take care of yourself. You can also practice more self-love by just practicing being grateful for yourself, for the life around you. I like to set my coffee pot at night. So when I wake up in the morning, my coffee is brewed. And every morning, this is so cheesy, but it just makes me smile and it's so happy. Every morning when I pour my coffee, I think, I am so grateful that I did this last night. I am so grateful to myself. And sometimes I say, thank you, Emily, to myself. I know it sounds so cheesy, but having those little moments where you show love to yourself is a way that you can connect deeper to your soul because your soul is love. And you have to give yourself love in order to connect with that part of you. So I want to end this by recapping the different things we talked about that you can do to connect deeper with your soul and start to feel that connection. The first thing that you can do is start to notice when you feel in flow, when you feel happy, when you feel present. That is when your soul is shining, my friend. When you are present, that is when your soul is coming to the surface. Start to notice those moments. Take note and then try to do more of those things. Take care of your soul. Try and give your soul those moments where it is completely in flow. We also talked about you can start journaling or meditating, spending time just clearing your mind and stopping the chatter, stopping the busyness, and just being present with yourself. And then the last thing is learning to give yourself a little more love, even in the tiniest little moments. If it is setting your coffee pot at night so you can have a nice morning, um, making your bed so that when you look in your room, you're like, oh, it's so nice and clean. I love that I did that for myself. And when you do these things, think, I love that I did that for myself. It's not just doing those tasks and giving yourself more to do. It's doing things that you know are going to help your future self and then feeling grateful to yourself that you actually did those things, that you're taking care of yourself and recognizing that you are worthy of being taken care of. And as you express more self-love, you'll start to feel a deeper and deeper connection to your soul. Okay, my friend, I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. I hope that you understand a little better what your soul is and how to connect more deeply with your soul. I hope that you really take to heart that the ultimate block at the root of any block you feel between you and your deepest self 
is a lack of self-love and a lack of self-compassion. And I hope that hearing that activates you and compels you to start expressing some more love toward yourself and filling yourself up with love so that you can have that deeper connection with your soul and start living your beautiful soul-led life. Like I said, I really hope this episode spoke to you and I can't wait to chat with you again soon. Bye-bye, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Suddenly Spiritual Podcast. I'm so grateful that I get to be part of your journey of spiritual expansion. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would leave a review for me on Apple Podcasts. It's a quick, free, easy way for you to support this podcast, and it helps me reach more people who are looking for support on their spiritual journey. You can find a link to leave a review in the show notes. Thank you so much, and I'll chat with you soon.